Hi, my name is Alex Keon, and thank you for tuning in to Mentor Moments. I've personally been fortunate to have a great mentor in my life who has literally changed the trajectory of my career. However, I know that not every young person will have that same opportunity or experience. That's why I've created this podcast to give you rare access to executives and leaders who will share insightful advice to help you on your personal and professional growth journeys. Joining us for this episode is Jinya Huang. She is the founder of Break Bread, Break Borders, a social enterprise that provides catering services and hires exclusively refugee women, empowering them economically and promoting unity through storytelling and culture. For her work, she has been recognized as a presidential leadership scholar. She is also a celebrated artist and designer with years of experience working with fashion companies such as Fossil, JCPenney, and Neiman Marcus. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jinya. Thank you for having me. So let's start this interview off by giving the listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit better. What did you want to be when you were growing up? You know, I always knew, um, actually, ever since I was three, that I wanted to be an artist and I wanted to be in something creative, just anything that has to do with the innovation creative industry. And that came by because my mom and dad actually grew up in south of Taiwan in tiny farming villages, but they moved us out of the South so they can get us access to higher education. And they would just scrape and save money to put my sisters and I in different types of lessons on top of, you know, going to school. And so obviously the ballet and piano didn't stick, <laughs> but, um, but something about those painting classes, you know, I would draw comics and, you know, read graphic novels. I grew up like watching anime and, and reading manga and something about that visual experience and just the celebration of art really stuck with me. And so that was something that I just knew ever since I was very little that I wanted to be an artist when I grew up. I think a lot of times people's vision and goals for themselves change. And that's not always a bad thing, but sometimes people are dissuaded for one reason or another from pursuing what they truly want. And so what gave you the motivation or the willpower to stick with your vision of becoming an artist one day? I was really lucky, fortunate, blessed, however you want to call it, that my parents especially my mom had the foresight of fostering my interest and she would just guide them along the way. It was also pretty awesome that I had amazing art teachers that would say, gosh, you know, this is a wonderful drawing. This is a great painting. You should enter it in this contest and one blue ribbon and another first place, you know, you just know um, when you have amazing mentors and sponsors like that along the way that reassures you um, that the choices that you have made are good decisions. And it's amazing what that, that really helps you get on that path to success. And so I'm very lucky that, you know, throughout school and even in my career that I had built relationships and a network of people that really supported me in those choices along the way. It's clear the impact that mentors and a support system has had on your personal success. And I couldn't agree more that that is something that can be so beneficial to people as they try to figure out what they're trying to do. So what are ways do you think that people can get that critical mentorship? I think you have to seek that out. I think I definitely 
look to people that I admire near and far. You know, um, I would look at certain painters or artists that I really enjoy either reading about their artwork or their artistic practice or their sculptures and whatnot. And just, just as voracious in consuming that kind of information, you know. I would find professors or even organizations that, that had people that were sharing this type of information. And I would either take the class or <laughs> go to the lecture or whatever workshop and, and get to a point where I feel comfortable and just reach out and figure out how we can talk about whatever is on everybody's mind. Because I, I have to remember that you know, a lot of the people who are in those spots today, they're, they weren't successful overnight. They were at some point, just like me, you know, whether a student or an immigrant or, you know, someone who didn't really know what was the next step and, and that they are empathetic to, to my situation. Not being intimidated is certainly something that young people need to keep in mind. I've personally found that many people are so willing to help and so it is just so important to reach out, like you've mentioned. So now, could you tell the listeners just a little bit more about your social enterprise, Break Bread, Break Borders? Absolutely. So Break Bread, Break Borders is a social enterprise. We are developing a culinary program, working with refugee women from war-torn countries and helping them and empowering them with job opportunities to share their storytelling through food and culture. So essentially break bread with the communities and break down borders at the same time. We are definitely very young. We're only two years into our venture. It is a for-profit social enterprise, and it's been very interesting to do something like this that is establishing not only dignity in uh, economy for these women, investing in them with educational opportunities like getting them a food handler's permit or food manager's license along the way and on-the-job training, but being uh, mindful about their mentors being professionals like chefs or catering consultants and culinary professionals, people that are in the industry who are from the BIPOC community and either Black, Brown, Indigenous, or people of color and making sure that they're also women and so that they can see the possibilities of, of women being in uh, powerful and successful places and that so they can see themselves being in those roles. And it's also education that is for the communities as well, because what the women do is they don't just cook and you know, share the food with, with the communities. What we do is we actually do storytelling and people find out about the women's lives, like where they're from before they escape war-torn countries, what it's like to live as refugees abroad, and, you know, when they came to um, America feeling like they hit the lottery and what it's like to um, cook with Break Bread, Break Borders and those experiences here in America. And so we unpacked a lot of things like racial equity, about eradication of xenophobia, um, really try to address the challenges of gender pay gap and it's entrepreneurship that is unpacking the social impact possibilities because we're investing in human capital. So how did you actually take the idea for Break Bread, Break Borders from just an idea into this successful enterprise that you have now? 
ideas are amazing, but they're more amazing when they're executed properly. And that comes with planning and, you know, a lot of communication, openness, transparency, authenticity, like there's so many things that come along with that. And then just rallying people who are experts in in their own fields too, and really doing this together as we, because I didn't achieve everything that Break Bread Break Borders has achieved this past two years by myself. Everybody, all our communities along the way, every neighbor, every sister and brother in the movement, everybody that saw and heard what our needs are and, you know, came to our aid, like that's how this came to be. It didn't happen overnight. It took me, you know, making a lot of elevator pitches, you know, <laughs> that two minutes, you know, there is just a multitude of things that have happened along the way that we have just been the recipient of such grace and generosity that it's, we look at it as, as our duty to pay it forward. And, and that's how we learned taking things from A to Z is really something that you learn along the way, little by little, and you have to know when to ask for help and not be ashamed of it because, you know, we're not perfect. We're all very imperfectly imperfect human beings, you know, and that it's okay to ask for help. Like I wouldn't want to want to do this by myself. That would be boring, you know? And so it's good to, to rally your tribe and do these things together. I know a big focus of Break Bread, Break Borders is building community by hearing stories from people that are different from you and just getting exposure to different cultures. So what are things that individuals can do to be more inclusive in their own lives of other experiences and other cultures and people that may be different from them? We're born a certain way where we grow up and are groomed another way. And sometimes we're taught a lot of things that really affect um, how we see the world. And that can come in forms of biases, prejudice, discrimination, whatnot. And a lot of times because of where we grow up, how we grow up and the environments that we're in, it, it, that we didn't have control over that. But at some point, you're steering the ship. You can turn it any direction you want. And even at this point in my life, I still have a ton to learn. I really am open to the possibilities of talking to different people and being, being very conscious about how diverse my groups of friends are. And so family sees that, you know, I don't have just one group of friends and they're not just all artists <laughs> and, you know, and that, um, that I have friends that are, uh, you know, that have very diverse and um, background, you know, and I'm very inclusive about the philosophies and, and ideas that, that I surround myself with. And I think it's really getting yourself to a spot where you're open to those kind of possibilities and not just being willing to talk to people, but also learning how to very deeply listen to them and understand what the challenges are. Because we can live in a very tiny bubble and very tiny silos um, a lot of times. And this happens not only ourselves, it could be our workplace, it could be our um, communities or our neighborhood, you know, um, but just being very conscious about 
getting outside of your comfort zone and knowing that, you know, everybody feels this way. Nobody is just like perfectly okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe like an extreme extrovert, but <laughs> you know, that, that they, they, they can just plop anywhere and, and do whatever, you know, it, nobody ever just does that overnight. It's all built up, you know, and building that foundation of what your initial understanding is, and then and making sure that the scaffoldings that you're building along the way are things that, that you want to see in a better world. Thank you for sharing that wonderful insight. And finally, if you could recommend one book, podcast, or person that you think young people could really learn from, who or what would it be and why? Gosh. Okay. So there, there's a ton. I think podcast wise, I listen to so many, um, you know, I think a lot of times, a lot of famous people out there, um, they could be your mentor. You know, you don't have to have a back and forth. You can just, you know, really listen in, you know, there's Oprah, there's, um, Brene Brown, there's, um, Guy Ross. And, um, but, uh, one of my favorites is Shankara Vedantam, uh, does the hidden brain that's on NPR. That's pretty amazing. And, um, I think, you know, um, scientifically he kind of approaches it from, uh, how um, human behaviors work. And I, I find that that really fascinating because it, it, it really kind of helps you connect the dots in that way. I'm reading all kinds of books and definitely I love this one book that is called Notes of an Undocumented Citizen by Jose Antonio Vargas. That's pretty amazing. But then there's something that I think everybody could really use is Don Clifton's uh, Strengths Finder um, 2.0 is this book that comes with a, 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 a test that you can actually take to kind of find out what your strengths are. And, um, you know, and you can uh, hone in on, you know, the top three or top 12 or, you know, whatever, um, however much you want to navigate and figure out. I love that it kind of helps you just pinpoint some of the stuff that, you know, and a lot of this is like, you probably already know, you know, it's stuff that you're already good at. And like your friends are already asking you, hey, can you help me with this? You know, because you're already pretty amazing at it and um, kind of helps you hone in on those kind of things and, and figure out, you know, how you want to utilize those skill sets, you know, along the way. Thank you for the recommendations and thank you so much for your time here today, Jinya. Really appreciate it. And I know that our listeners do too. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Mentor Moments. And I hope you'll join us on the next episode to continue your growth journey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at My Mentor Moments.